Welcome to another episode of the Ain't Trying to Hear That podcast with Jordan Alexander, and I have a very special guest in the building, Henry. How are you doing? I'm good. I just called him Harry like two, like five <laughs> seconds ago. He was like, make sure All you get that forgiven. right. Make sure you get that right. <laughs> nah. And as you can see, we are in a different setting right now. Um, I'm in Albany, New York. Um, are you from Albany? Uh, no, I'm born in uh, Flushing, Queens. Flushing, Queens? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So when did you get to Albany? Um, like, So I was born there, and then for a few years, I lived there with my family. They split up, mm-hmm. and half my family's up here near like Saratoga, and okay. uh, the other half is downstate in Queens and Long Island area and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So well, I'm, o- I'm always like between the two places. Like every few years, I'm like living here, and every few years, I'm living up there, and Okay. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. So, yeah, Albany, New York, you know, I guess I can call this the Albany tour. We'll say this is the Albany tour. They ain't trying to hear that podcast. You're the first guest on the Albany tour. How many, how many, who other, like, you have other people uh, lined um, up? What's, uh, I got some lined up, but that's to be determined. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to say, I don't want to say okay. right now, but. Yeah, so... Well, if it's this show, it's good people. So. Yeah, yeah. So you are a artist, right? How, how do you describe what you do? Um, you just say you're an artist. How do you... How do you... Some people ask you uh, what you do. Artist. You say artist. It kind of covers everything. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, so what is your main medium for your art? Uh, What'd you say? Tricky question. Um, Like drawing is the thing i do the most okay like just i got a sketchbook and a pen mm-hmm. and i've been doing that since before i can remember okay um but like i do painting and uh comics and illustration stuff and commissions and mm-hmm. i don't know so you you, you did a, a, a drawing for me for my birthday my brother did a commissioned yeah. you to do a piece for me for my birthday and like it's the background to my to my phone right now like, okay sweet like it's so dope bro like you're like the the third person I know who has like a background of my stuff, but it's, look at that, it's, well, it's yeah. nice. Yeah, I just text messages, but you can Very see, cool. yeah. you know, yeah. I'll put I'll put it on the screen, but it was just dope. And and you gave him the the draft of it, like you just sketching out the draft of it and, and marker, you mm-hmm. know. So yeah. talk a little bit about the process of you know getting your ideas and putting them into onto paper, and then the final product coming out. Yeah. So with that one, like. I, I kind of just like sketched it out in marker first mm-hmm. and just like on a piece of paper, try not to care about it too much and just like, you know, loosey goosey, whatever. Right. Cause I, I can, I can basically do stuff, you know, without too much like pencil and, you know, pre whatever stuff to, mm-hmm. to get it ready. And then I took that and I light box that. So I have like a light table Okay. and I overlap another piece of paper <clears throat> and I just kind of keep, doing that a few times and that one Mm -hmm. that one was like two pages or something but other times you know it might be a lot more a lot less whatever like okay and where where does your inspiration come like you know i feel like doing a commission piece like they tell you what you what they want right and then you kind of yeah make you put your own spin on what they what they want right so yeah so what's the difference between doing that and then maybe drawing something just straight from your mind you know um, I don't know. I, I try to sort of set myself up for commissions where it's not, there's not a difference, you okay. know? Um, 
because I think I'm just going to make a better product for them anyway, if like my whole heart's in it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, a lot of commissions with different artists can be, it's sort of like a percentage, whether it's like 80% the, the, the client's vision or like 20% the artist's vision or like, mm -hmm. and I, I always try to position myself in a way where like, they're coming to me to sort of see what I'm going to do with it, mm -hmm. but they're, they're going to leave like the legwork up to me because the more of that that's in my brain, like the better the piece is probably going to end up, I think. Right, right. So how did you start? How did you start in being an artist, you know? Uh, I, mean, I know we talked about this before, but no. <laughs> we got to rehash it for the people, you know? Um, just like... Like, how did you start taking it serious, at, like as being an artist, you know? Because everybody, you know, paints and draws as a kid, right? You mm -hmm. know, crayons, you know, you got the 64 pack or whatever, right? Yeah. And then... Along the line, you decide, okay, I want to do this for real and make and like make this a, a career. You know, this is like my passion. So when did that happen and how did that happen? I, I don't, I don't really know because it's like, I can't remember when I started. Mm -hmm. And like kindergarten, if you ask me, mm -hmm. like if I was like doing this podcast then, like I'd be like, I want to be an artist. Like, <laughs> if I, like so you always want to be an artist. Yeah, it just kind of. Um, to my detriment sometimes like mm -hmm. i don't i don't know what else i i want to do like you know so right. this is kind of like the thing you're 100 percent focused yeah 100 percent committed yeah i mean even if i didn't try to turn it into like something to pay the bills or mm -hmm. like um try to be in shows or or do it publicly like mm -hmm. i would be one of those people that like there's an obituary and there's like we, we opened his, his apartment and there were like thousands of drawings everywhere. Like, it's just, that's going to happen regardless. So mm -hmm. I might as well like put it in front of people's faces too sometimes. 100%. 100%. Like, don't hold on to your art. Like, I feel like, do you ever, do you ever have some pieces that you're like, oh, I don't want to put this out or like, oh, I don't know what people are going to think about this. Oh, funny. You funny. know, cause like, like a lot, some, you know, when it comes to music for me, like I, I record a song and I'll be like, I love this song. Yeah, but like I, I feel like it's not gonna hit the people like it's gonna hit me. I don't know, know if everyone's gonna love this. Right, right. Yeah. You know, so like you talk about maybe having reservations as far as like putting your artwork out on social media or like just like you know submit yeah. to galleries and stuff like that. I mean, most <clears throat> of my stuff is not like on my social media or whatever, mm -hmm. and like there's there's a lot there. Mm -hmm. but um you can plug that real quick yeah <laughs> little social medias henry for no uh, okay. com it'll be like you know like and subscribe all that stuff like yeah i'll, I'll put it on there yeah. yeah um but uh what's the question um like your your reservations as far as like yeah your drawings like how do you choose which go what goes out and what doesn't well i like I said, with, like with the commissions and stuff, mm -hmm. where it's like the client wants this thing, mm -hmm. like that can be a very rigid like process. And the same with like gallery submissions or like selling your art and making it marketable or palatable to people. Like mm -hmm. that's a whole process. And a lot of people, you know, they have arguments about like, I'm you're selling out or like this is you know mm, people not, said that not to you, you or no not not to me but uh, like yeah, okay in general but just in general like with musicians right, and that's right. just like a big you know mm -hmm. argument that people make and 100%. there's a whole uh concern about that and mm -hmm. 
I, I always just try to think of it as like agreements. Like how much of this can I do that's what they're asking and how much of it can I do that I need to do for myself? Mm-hmm. And then like, what's that percentage? What's that balance? And then like do the thing. So like if a gallery wants something, you know, I'm not going to do a piece for them that's like totally like just me down a rabbit hole, like making mm-hmm. some crazy thing for myself. Like I, I understand that there's like a public context to it and like, mm-hmm. but I try to also like lead with, okay, well, what, what's the thing that has like all the energy that people gravitate towards with my work? And it's like color, like silliness, like maybe a little bit of like kind of off color goofiness or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> but it's just about trying to like put in like what, how many of it, the ingredients like, does this commission require, does this commission require this mm-hmm. gallery show or whatever? I remember you did a uh, a caricature of me. Is that is that the, how 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 you pronounce caricature? it? Caricature, yeah. Caricature, yeah. Caricature of me. Uh, I, we actually met at the at one of Josh's. Yeah, my brother, uh, Josh Knight, one of his beat shows. Hi, Josh. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Josh. <laughs> I'm actually I'm up here visiting him. He was in a gallery in the uh, Albany Gallery downtown. Yeah, Josh rules. Yeah, yeah. He uh, had a little exhibit there. And it was dope. It was dope. He performed. You know, he had his beats going. He had his beats playing throughout the whole uh, gallery, and yeah, he had his animations on the on the t- on the wall. So shout out to Josh Knight doing his thing. But I met you at his at his secret beat show when he was in yeah. his apartment. You know, just before the pandemic. Just before the pandemic, it was uh, January. I want to say December or January. January, February. It's like yeah, yeah, early. somewhere around there. And like we met there. Um, you were selling some of your art, mm-hmm. and you asked you to do a caricature of me, and you drew me, but I didn't know that you were drawing me. You know what I mean? Like, I was just there chilling, and then you're like, yo, here you go. And it was like me, like how I was standing. I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't even know you were looking at me. Yeah. You know? So talk about, like, you uh, basically the speed and, like, what you were doing. That's that's what I was impressed by. Yeah. Right? Not only was the caricature like it looked like me, you knew I knew that it was me, you know. But the Thank fact you. that you're able to do it in like such a like quick amount of time, sure, you know. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Thank you. I'm glad you know you like me enough to even have me here. Like first, you know, all yeah. of that, and and Josh has been like super generous about like his space and his time and stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, giving giving me like a uh you know an, an angle to like share my work and stuff with mm-hmm. him. I, I just had a show in Albany over the summer and like they needed some atmosphere. Or they were going to ha- just like play some music. I was like, do you, do you want like a DJ or something or, mm-hmm. or somebody to, like play music? Cause I can get, and I got Josh and Josh like played the thing. It was awesome. So, um, mm-hmm. but the, the, so, so anyway, with like the quickness, like, mm-hmm. Cause you did Sharpie too, right? Yeah. It was all yep. sh- it was all Sharpie. Yep. I, I, I'm gonna plug that in there too in, in the in the pod. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like I always started drawing with just like a pen, like mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Like, um, you know, my mom told me some story about how when I was a kid, like I I would like pick up Cheerios with like my fingers like this or mm-hmm. something, like, and she would just start like putting things in my hands because I would like do all these weird things with my hands as a baby and. She would put like sharpies and pens in my hand instead of like a pencil or whatever, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I just never dropped the the pen. So the pen is nice because you have to sort of like be 
okay with everything that comes out of it. Like mm-hmm. you're going to make mistakes. It's going to happen. Like, but you just have to keep moving mm-hmm. and, and be like, okay, well that part's weird. If I make other parts sort of weird, it'll create a balance or, you know, I'll do something over here and it'll sort of draw the attention away from that mistake or, mm-hmm. or I like that mistake. And that's just, you know, mistakes aren't really what they are. And, mm-hmm. um, so the, the quick thing is just like, I don't necessarily want to say confidence because I'm not a super confident person, like personally, but like, it's, it's just about like being able to like make a decision, move on, make a decision, move on. Decisiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like a tact kind of thing. It's, it's like a, you know, video game. Like you're kind of, you got to do this, but then there's this coming up mm. and, and like when I'm doing a drawing, like <clears throat> if I'm drawing you like, okay, the likeness is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. If I'm stressed out, maybe I'll start with like the sort of silhouette of your body or something. Mm-hmm. And and then I'll gain confidence from that simple move into doing the more complex stuff. And as long as I keep my sort of head above water with that, like it'll come out fine. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm at that point where um, I have enough like skill that I can sort of just trust it, which is which is nice. You know, That's a pretty it's, confident thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I do say so myself, that that's dope though. That's dope. So, you know, I got you, confident hands. The the brain all over the place, but like you just tr- you just trust in the in the training of your hands. Huh? Yeah, it's almost muscle memory to you at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, um, for sure, a lot of stuff. Um, that's cool. Like, so like the speed of of doing your art. I, I when I was in school. Like in high school and like like some college and stuff. Like I'm a doodler, you know what I mean. Like I'd be on a paper, like the side of like my papers are just like just mad random shit. Like I'll do graffiti shit. I'll do yeah. like just random, you know, like geographic, geometric patterns and stuff like that. So like, how was your doodle game? If I if I looked at your paper from like seventh grade, some of your homework, <laughs> right? Yeah. How was your doodle game, and what type of doodles were you doing back then? Well, ninety percent of all of my math stuff is just doodles. Like, <laughs> I math like kind of kept my head above water for most of it, and then high school it's just like, like mm-hmm. gone. I I would have whole classes where I would just get there, like set up my math book, put a piece of paper down, not even open it, and just like be in the back of the class like drawing. Mm-hmm. And like some teachers would like fight with you and stuff, and others like if you just kind of like keep doing it, like they just kind of like, okay, I'm not going to That's stop what he them. does. Like, yeah, that's, that's Henry Dard. Yeah. Henry I just Dard's. sort of erode them. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't even try. Um, but yeah, the, I, I doodle constantly mm-hmm. like on stuff all the time. Like again, from like super young till now, like I, I, I draw all the time. Like even when it's not posted on Instagram or, Patreon mm-hmm. or whatever, or like you have a, a Patreon commission. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll plug that one. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's important. Check out his Patreon. Um. Uh, but, but like, that's like the I I don't know I I'm never I've never been a, a artist like that like I I can't really draw I could draw a little something you know what I mean but I'm not crazy with it but to me that kind of seems like well not all the doodling's good. It's just, it's, it's like just always practice. happening. Right, right. Yeah. So, like, would you say, like, doodling is, like, kind of, like, the practice or, like, like just kind of, like, 
honing your skills up a little bit almost. Like, oh, I'm not good at eyes, so maybe I'm going to, like, just doodle a whole bunch of eyes one day. Like, always just doodle eyes to the point where, like, you can get it to, sure. you know? Is that, like, the kind of, like, the practice? There's, yeah, it depends on, like, the mood. Like, if I want to be super focused, I'll be like, you know, okay, yeah, let's do some observational drawing. Let's do, like, some stuff from books, copy mm-hmm. things. Like, sometimes I get a book out from the library and just, like... um like you know a kid's book on like robots or something one time Mm -hmm. like this is just a few years ago like i grabbed the book bring it home and i just went through every page and just droodled like you know a minute two minute drawing of like every single robot face in the like book you know just like kind of it's like an exercise for you so something yeah and i I know it's doing something it's like those days i gotta eat my broccoli Mm -hmm. you know and other days it's just like I'm I'm gonna draw Spider Man for the nine millionth time, like mm-hmm. you know. So, what are some of your favorite things to draw, like Spider Man, like superheroes, stuff like that? Yeah, personally, like my sketchbooks are just it's like Venom, Thomas the Tank Engine always okay. pops up, like uh, Spider Man, uh, anime stuff, mm-hmm. uh, Pokemon, Digimon, like. I remember that that caricature caricature. That you did of me. <laughs> uh, I remember looking you at just it. You like, said doodle. You know? uh, yeah, the doodle. Like, it looked like, you made me look like a superhero a little bit. I was wearing a big jacket, so, like, I, I looked like I was, like, mad swollen. Uh-huh. It, and then, like, I was like, yo, I look like I could be in a comic book in this, you know? Yeah. I got it hanging in my, in my, in my room. Cool. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah nice. no doubt. Um, I was just drawing, like, all the musicians that day, too. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it started. Like, I drew Josh or, like, um, you know, Prince Brandon. Brandon the Prince, Mm-mm. I don't know. He he was great. Um, but like, I I, w- I would just like draw each each musician, and and you would perform that night too and stuff. So mm-hmm. like that's why I was like, you know, I wasn't like stalking you. Like I, I was just yeah, drawing. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> you were over there, and, and jo- I think Josh had like seen them, and he was like, oh yeah, keep doing that, keep mm-hmm. doing that. And so like I had done all that stuff, but like, especially with like a likeness and somebody you don't know like Mm -hmm. you want to make it look cool or Mm -hmm. something so um you said i made you look like swole and big and stuff but Mm -hmm. that's also like you know it's a doodle it's quick the shoulders might have been a mistake or something and then Mm -hmm. i just ran with it because it you know creates a drama to it it's like so um that's that's cool it's just that that improv thing like 100 100 it's like freestyling like being a rapper freestyling right sure you only get better at freestyling if you keep doing it you know yeah yeah rappers are amazing so i don't know like what i do is is that good it's just it's the same thing it's it's art you know what i mean it's like it's it's parallels to it you know because you can't have you can't have hip-hop i mean i'm just speaking for hip-hop but you can't have hip-hop or any type of art speak for all of hip-hop right now i'm speaking for all the hip-hop i'm the (laughs) spokesperson right i'll speak for all of art right now you see he's speaking for all art i'm speaking for all the hip-hop and you know, to drop an album or even a song, you got to have album art for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, when it comes to doing a video, you got to have somebody that could do video. You know, so it's all intertwined together. You yeah. Know? Have you ever done album art for somebody? Yeah, a yeah. lot. Um, That's, like, a venue of stuff that I really like, <laughs> honestly. Like, I, I've been inspired by other artists and, like, mm-hmm. you know technical training comes from like looking at other artists and stuff but like the thing that really gets gets me like making stuff cool and um vibing and just you know f- drawings flowing out of me and stuff is 
good music. Like when mm-hmm. I'm, you know, what do you, what are you listening to? Um, a lot of like, like current kind of psychedelic stuff. Okay. Or like, I guess old head hip hop. Okay. Like you like 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 nineties uh, stuff. Like you like MGMT. Um, they're okay. Are that they? was that was like college for me. I feel okay. like that's okay. like the sort of like hipster thing. But like, could you say psychedelic? That's what I think yeah. of. I got like electric field type of. Yeah, there's vibe. this band, um, Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Okay, that's really awesome. They like hang out with like Anderson Pack and, um, I don't know, uh, like Thundercat kind of covers okay. that ground too. Okay. Like, I know, I know where you're going with that. Yeah, yeah, that's like, dope. Yeah, it's gotta have. It's gotta be like psychedelic, but like groovy, like mm-hmm. a little nice little bass line in there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, shit, what was that? What was the question I was asking? <laughs> I was talking about, we were talking about, oh, how art and music is all together. And yeah. You're talking about how you did um, album art. Do you want to get into that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like music is so important to me inspirationally. Mm-hmm. And mu- like different bands and stuff were so important that like, you know, I poured over their album covers all the time. And album covers are kind of like a unique place to like still do like really wheel- weird, wild like illustration art. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't really do movie posters like they did in the 70s anymore or the 80s mm-hmm. where they're, like, painted and, mm-hmm. you know, they're all, like, Photoshop things. But, right. like, album art is still sort of in that. And so, like, anytime uh, a musician friend of mine or, like, their friend or whatever, like, asks me to do album art, like, that's, that's like, the best. That's the best, yeah, yeah. I should probably work on, like, angling <clears throat> myself more to, like, do that. But I mean, if you need album art. Yeah. Henry. <laughs> Hit him up. You know what I mean? <laughs> my brother, he got me a, a magnet that you made. It's on my fridge. It's like teal colored. And like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like the shape of it is like this. Like it's like teal colored. There's like eyes on it. And it, it's super abstract. But you look at it and you're like, you just like can't stop looking at it. You okay. know? And like. Is it like one of those like woodcut paintings? It's a magnet. Right, but it's like a little piece of wood or something, and then the magnets on the back of that, or I don't know. I think it's like flat. Oh, okay. You know, okay. I I, I don't know. Like, I wish I would have brought it. I wish I would have brought it. But okay. when I look at that, I'm like, I feel like only Henry could do something like this, like this, you know, this style. So, like, how would you describe your style of art and your style of drawing? Uh, <clears throat> fun. Fun. Um. Yeah. Give me three words. Let's do that. Give me three adjectives that describe Henry's uh, art. Fun. Mm-hmm. Intense. Mm. Um. And like. Uh. I don't Choose know. wisely. You got one more word, left. <laughs> yo, yo, you think you are, yo. <laughs> uh. Fun and intense. I don't know. That that kind of covers it because it's like all the. St- like, even if it's, like, a happy piece that I'm doing, like, mm-hmm. I've had people describe that, like, the emotions that come through it, like, even happy characters that I draw, like, you know, it's, like, really happy or, like, really sad or really spooky, but mm-hmm. it's it's kind of turned up and there's, like, a cartoonish aspect to that, I guess. So you don't like to leave any gray area when it comes to it. Like, when you're looking at it, like, you like you want, like, if, like you said, yeah, happy, like, this is a happy piece, you know? Like, yeah. There's no mistake in it. Like, I like surreal art, and I like abstract art, and I think, like, 
I, I could get in the weeds about like why I think all that stuff's like valid and stuff still, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's like blue painting, mm-hmm. it's just blue. Like, <laughs> so like there's, I think there's, there's like meaning to that shit, but like when I'm making my stuff, like I can draw technically very well. Like there's people and you can, you know what stuff is. Mm-hmm. So when I compose stuff, I'm going to compose things that are like literal. Like right. I, I, I like abstract art and I do it like kind of as an exercise, but I don't really like put that out there as like my thing. And that's, you know, no, no, like knocking abstract stuff. No knocking abstract, abstract artists. <laughs> I'm not trying to start. I mean, if you're trying like, to start some art beef right now, yeah. I, I'm, I'm willing to facilitate the art beef. Yo. I'll come back to Albany. I'll be like, you know, that'd be fun. We should do a debate. <laughs> I, I do. You I could would debate. do that. Yeah. Yo, we could set that up. <laughs> What's your favorite color? Favorite color? Pink. Pink's your favorite color? Yeah. What's your least favorite color? Um, brown? I don't know. Damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> that's fucked up, I Harry. Say black. I, I, I bring you on my platform <laughs> and you tell me your least favorite color is I brown. I just did dog shit this, this afternoon. So <laughs> me and brown are not, not buddies right now. No, I'm just fucking with you, but. Well, I was thinking like gray, but I use like gray a lot for different tones and stuff. And brown's like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's not fair. No, I'm just kidding. It's all good. <laughs> so what about, you know, there's different techniques when it comes to artists, right? Sure. What technique do you feel like uh, you had to work the hardest on to improve? And what technique do you feel like came uh, very naturally to you as an artist? Um, hardest thing is like having the discipline to like, like if I'm making a comic or something mm-hmm. and I don't have a lot of examples of this, but like doing panels and like measuring out all the stuff beforehand you know, mm-hmm. um, usually I'll just freehand even the boxes and stuff. Like I, mm-hmm. I kind of like to just freehand everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but like just getting the discipline and getting the sort of like mindset to like, okay, I'm going to prep this page, you know, this, mm-hmm. this is commission. So it needs to be on this nice paper and then I can like play, mm-hmm. like, I just want to play. So it doesn't matter if it's like cardboard or, you know, a napkin or a menu or something like mm-hmm. that part doesn't matter. It's, it's just like the prepping and that's that's always kind of a hurdle but I, I i don't know i've been like developing tricks and i'm trying to like every part of the process because mm-hmm. if i like every part then i'm it's gonna be better it's not work right you're yeah. just having fun the whole time yeah yeah it's that whole like trying to make an agreement mm-hmm. kind of a thing like if if my heart's in even the parts that it wouldn't really be in like it's just gonna be stronger in the long run, I'm gonna be stronger, I guess. Like, 100. When it comes to podcasting, the part that like I have to like make myself love is like the editing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like going through and just editing stuff out, and then watching it over again to like do the social media posts, watching it over again to yeah. do like the clips and stuff. So like, I feel like that's the part I have to fall in love with, like hearing myself or like hearing an episode like over and over again. You know what I mean? Sure. It's like sometimes I'm like, damn, yo, like I be cringing at myself, like fuck, why, why I sound like that or like why I say that that way. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. It just means you're like more your own boss. Like if you had some intern doing it or whatever, like mm-hmm. they might make the cut, you know, one second ahead of where you would have or one second behind, and it's like sometimes those cuts like. I mean, ask Josh, like all that 
chopping and stuff. Yeah, like, sampling and stuff. It, yeah, that's you know, it's it's just a long sample. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, like <laughs> I have a so I got one last question for you. Okay. Um, who are some of your inspirations as far as artists goes? Uh, some people that you looked at and like you, not necessarily wanted to emulate, but just got inspiration from. Uh, um. The big, the big, like obvious one that kind of pops in my head is, uh, like when I was eight, mm-hmm. um, my mom worked at a like a Borders, like a bookstore, mm-hmm. and I would just like wander around the aisles while she was working sometimes, and there was a, a book on by Giger, Giger, okay, H.R. Giger. He I'm did, sorry, um, Borders, yo, like they closed down the Borders in Buffalo. Is Borders closed for good now? Yeah, border. Like, I, okay. I used to love borders. Yeah, border, <laughs> I used borders to love shut borders. down when I was in college. Uh-huh. That happened, and like all the stuff was like half price or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I bought. Um, do you know One Piece? Yeah, the yep, manga. Piece. I bought every volume of One Piece like up to that point, like in that period of time, because mm-hmm. they just kept like the percentages just kept like knocking off. So I was like, oh, if I buy five, it's like buying two. Like, and before, so I've got like all of One Piece, you got which the whole I'm collection. obsessed with. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. My sister's like even more, and she's like still following it and stuff. So. Yeah, my parents used to always take us to Borders. It was right there. It was right by the Galleria Mall, and I remember it used to be a a Krispy Kreme. Yeah, right by the Borders. People from Buffalo know what I mean. Like there was the Krispy Kreme, there was the Borders. It was right by the Galleria, so we would get donuts and then like we would get books, you know. And yeah, that's. Did just you the- have a KB Toys? KP Toys. If I could like grab something from the past and bring it back, it'd be like KB Toys. It was this like little toy outlet. It wasn't Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. It was like smaller, and they'd be in the malls or like strip malls and stuff. Maybe, maybe I remember. Something they had like all that. like the McFarlane toys or like the, like the the aliens kind of. I'm uh, or like Predator or whatever. They would mm-hmm. always have like kind of like those things when yeah. I was a kid, and I was like. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. A little side note, but all right, all right go on yeah. with your story. So, go with the story. <laughs> well, it connects because so that artist, H.R. Giger, he's the guy who's like famous. He's like a Swiss artist and he's like famous for like designing the alien in like the alien movies. Okay. And like he does all this like really like intense, like nightmarish, airbrushed, like robotic, human, sexual, like just crazy surrealist stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like eight and I was like pouring over this. And my mom fought, found me in the aisle one time because she's mm-hmm. like done with her shift, time to go home. Mm-hmm. And I've just been looking at this for an hour and she's like, put that back. And she's like, I don't want you to that. But it, all the damage had already been done. Like uh-huh. all of that like went in my head and like his level of like detail and intensity. And like, I don't make art that looks like that necessarily, but mm-hmm. like I could feel like the honesty of like his like emotion for sure. Mm. And I think like I connected with that at a really, really early age. And like, so he's, he's super important to me. Mm. Um, and, uh, like a lot of comic artists, like I like commercial art, illustration art, like, Mm -hmm. um, Robert Crumb, who's like this like weird cartoonist from the sixties. Okay. Um, he uses like this tool that I I'm upset. It's a called a rapidograph. Mm-hmm. It's like inside baseball stuff, but okay. Um, yeah, he's really cool too. Uh, <laughs> Those are the inspirations. Yeah, for Henry? yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't know. Uh, 
I mean, you don't got you don't have to say more. Like, yeah. I mean, if those are the yeah. people, those are the people. You yeah. know, I take your word for it. You They're know what great. I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, this has been great. Do you have any questions for me? Oh, or the audience? You want to? You got anything to say to the audience? Hey guys, <laughs> you want to plug your social? What are you medias? doing tonight? Yeah. Um, all right. Don't don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're hanging. <laughs> we're hanging. Where are you? We're chilling. Um. Uh, pl- yeah, plug your social medias one more time. Yeah, on Instagram. Um, it's my name, so Henry Ferno underscore Art. Um, uh, my last name's. It'll be in the link, but uh, and then I've got a Patreon. So if like if people want to go the extra mile and like they like what I'm talking about, what I'm doing, like mm-hmm. you want to help with the hustle, Patreon's the place. What type of content do you put on the Patreon? Um, I put things that are in progress to be like like I try to like give people the back view of everything like okay. Instagram is like, you know, the front of the store mm-hmm. Patreon's like the back of the store. You get to see the workshop. Like I explain like how I do stuff and why I'm doing certain things. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, they're, they're, you know, giving me money too. So it's like, here's what's happening, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just try to be like really upfront and sort of straightforward. And, um, it's not so much one of those, like, here's this thing and this thing and, you get you get this exclusive thing and this thing, but it's it's just sort of like I'll get I'll get in the weeds about like my process, and so if mm-hmm. people want that like extra level of depth or whatever, they can you know check it out. That's super dope, yo. yeah. That's super dope. Um, any more social medias? Just mainly Instagram is the main place to. Uh... Yeah, Instagram's kind of like where I mainly operate. I have a website, henryforno.com. Henryforno.com. Um, and. Uh, that's like that's my store so there's all kinds of cool stuff on there comics and mm-hmm. uh paintings like original art like i like i i don't really like doing too many prints and stuff mm-hmm. i like people to just like have a, a you know an actual piece of something and yeah that that uh piece that you did for me they ain't trying to hear that one when i'm sitting on the couch <laughs> like that's like actual pen on the paper, like you know what I mean. So uh, yeah, I need to get it framed, you know. Okay. But I got I scanned it. That's how I got it on my my phone. But yeah, that there's value in that, like actual, like not for it to not be a print, for it to actually be like yeah, and not to knock like digital art or anything. I don't do that, but mm-hmm. like I think like analog art, like that's just what I'm good at. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna lean into that. Mm-hmm. You know, if everybody starts doing drawings on iPads for the rest of time like i'm gonna be like a weird eccentric curiosity then mm-hmm. like it'll you know hopefully you know make it's it like, stand out or it's something. like you will be the, you'll be vinyl yeah <laughs> you will be vinyl yeah i'll be cool again someday oh my uh i think my my uh camera overheated but oh. we still got the audio we okay. still got the audio going <laughs> yeah you'll Ooh, be it's spooky <laughs> dark <laughs> yeah but I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Yeah. I appreciate you taking the time and doing this with me, man. Thank you, Jordan. I really, yeah. Uh, your brother's an awesome person. You're an awesome person. Appreciate it. Uh, like, you guys are both people that, like, you're just tracing the thing that makes you happy, and mm-hmm. it's really honest, and I I dig it. Like, I appreciate really connect that. with that, and I, you know, appreciate it. Same thing to you, man. It's like <laughs> authenticity, you know? That's the main thing when I, when I ask people to come up on the podcast, like the most authentic people, you know, and the people that love what they do, you know. Well, thank you. Like, you know, to be considered. Yeah. <laughs> like, 100%, man. So, 
Henry, this is another episode of the Ain't Trying to Hear That podcast with Jordan Alexander, and thanks for tuning in.